Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. And tonight, we have got a special guest. Dirk Werning is on the podcast. How's it going, my friend? Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We've been talking about it for a while, and uh, <laughs> glad we finally got it all coordinated. Yeah, man. It's it's just a scheduling and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm also, like, very... I'm, like, very hesitant to ask people to do this for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Um... But I am. It's a weird. It's definitely like, you know, my own my own thing. Cheers to you, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. So I was watching uh, some videos on your YouTube mm -hmm. and I really like the work life balance one. Like, I really like that one. I wanted to comment my own two cents on it, but I knew that I was going to bring it up right away here. OK, and, um, I would love to hear your take on it because I, I had a better idea in my mind mm -hmm. when I started it. So I don't know if I really conveyed very well, but, you know, I thought my thumbnail was good. So there's that. It was. And you had your face <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, very rarely do I see a Dirk Warning uh, thumbnail without a knife in it. You know, it was like you, you know? Right. So. Yeah. So that was my face and then some Scrabble tiles that I had kind of put together. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool. Is Dirk Warning your real name or is that like your superhero name? Nope. God given, you know, parents gave me that name a long time ago. And it, it Dirk was a tough name to grow up with, let me tell you. What it you rhymes, mean? it rhymes with some stuff. And you know, as a kid, true, it was a little tough. I was a scrawny little kid in elementary school. So I got picked on and the name didn't help. But you know, you just gotta roll with it. So what did I do? I had my first son. What did I name him? Dirk Jr. <laughs> You know why I ask that? Um, there was an older movie uh, before all the Marvel stuff came out. There was a superhero movie called Mystery Men, and Ben Stiller was in it. And he would okay. always lie to people that his name was Phoenix Dirk. And, like, ah. and you know, because he was trying to like conceal his identity or whatever. And he goes, "That's not right. his name." And I was like, "Yes, it is." That's why I asked. You know, because I thought yep. it was a cool name. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a knife or something, right? Yeah, it means knife uh, for sure. It's a double-edged dagger yeah uh so yeah it kind of fits but yeah real name i just kind of roll with it tough though like they're saying like jerk or whatever yeah. and shit like yeah that. you know it was dirk the jerk a lot but you know you just kind of you get in a couple of fights and people stop calling you that and you move exactly. on exactly <laughs> one thing that's missing today actually is uh you know I'm, I'm i don't look it but i am 41 and uh so i grew up when you know, kids would still walk out and play around still. Right. Know? Like, you know, you guys would be cool after you get into a fight or something and like play basketball. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, we're past that now. I mean, I'm 52. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't roughhouse any kids don't roughhouse anymore. Or if they mm -hmm. do, that's it. They're never friends yeah. anymore and they just can't get past it. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, I never want to put myself in the shoes of what kids are going through today because Right. Even, even though I am on the TikTok, I'm hip with it. Like, I still don't understand really, like, what they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I follow the lingo and I follow the trends and stuff so I could kind of, like, fit in. <laughs> but I really right. don't know what they're going through. I mean, you basically have the world at your fingertips, you know, when you're, like, in fucking high school. And, you know, mm -hmm. how do you control that? Like, we, we still had Britannica, like encyclopedias and stuff back then. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And uh, no internet when, you know, when I was a kid. Nope. And just meet up at the park, man, you know, ride your bikes there and chill. And now it's like, exactly. No, meet me on Discord, bro. Let's play Fortnite. I'm like, oh, shit. 
Oh yeah, no, there was none of that. It was literally get on your little BMX bike and mm -hmm. pedal your ass, you know, whatever, five miles, 10 miles, whatever to your buddies mm -hmm. or to the park. And you hope they were there because you didn't have no phone. Exactly. You couldn't text them and say, hey, I'm running late. Wait for me. No, you just, you got to get there. Yeah. It was like a spoken thing in school. Like, oh, you know, we're going to go head to this after school. So you, you uh -huh. just make it there however way you want. And it's just different now. And then like when it gets dark, you go home. You know what I mean? That's kind of like right. what my folks would want me to do is, uh, is just one, you know, were you uh, like one of the like latchkey kids where your parents like home a lot or... You know, my mom was working. Uh, my dad was in the Philippines. So I was like home alone a lot. Like I learned how to cook rice when I was fucking seven years old. And I was like doing mm -hmm. uh, a family of fives laundry when I was like 10. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I was one of those kids that was uh, le left home a lot. At the very beginning, you know, my mom stopped working and stayed home with the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at it, as we got a little older, junior high-ish and, you know, sixth grade-ish, she went back to work for a while you know, kind of part-time with my, at my dad's company. And so, yeah, we'd come home, be alone, me and my little brother, because he was like yeah. two years younger. So we kind of went to the same school. We'd walk home together, take the bus, whatever. And uh, yeah, we just had the afternoons and the evenings to ourselves until they got How home old were you then? work. Like sixth grade, sixth and seventh. Oh, sixth is pretty good. I think in sixth grade. Um, <clears throat> so, so probably what, 12-ish, I guess? Yeah, 11, 12, right? 11, 12. So in sixth grade for me was when I first started taking the MTA like subway in New York City. Okay. So, it was far. And dude, you see some wild stuff in the in the 90s in, in New York City, man. This is before oh, Giuliani cleaned up. So it was like, you know, <laughs> a serial killer on the side, like playing with knives or something. You know, I mean, you know, it's not a pun for what we're doing now. But, you know, what I was... So that, that explains how you got into this. <laughs> Now, now, <laughs> me and the rest of the viewers understand. It was that subway kind of experience? Oh, just a guy. He was just reviewing a fucking I don't know whatever it was <laughs> like a buck or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how did you get into like the hobby? By the way, that's what I always like to ask people if it's their first time on the show. So I started out, you know, I was in Boy Scouts. So you always had a knife at Boy Scouts and stuff and learned how to, you know, do all this stuff. And um, then I grew out of that. But then I always had like a buck 110. Yeah, that was kind of my thing back in like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Didn't take it to school, but, you know, I had it around and then just kind of fell out of it. And then when I was 17, 18, I started carrying a Spyderco police model. Okay. And okay. back in like 87, 88, when they first came out, I picked up a Spyderco police, had to order it because it was at that time, it was right-handed or left-handed. Mm -hmm. The clips weren't interchangeable. And uh, so I had to wait for a right-handed one because they were super popular in the magazines and um, got it. And I carried it every day for like 10 years. And you ordered it through like the magazine clipping type deal? No, there. I lived near San Francisco, right? And okay. so I was in San Francisco at Pier 39. And mm -hmm. there's a little shop, and it's still there now, called Weeby Knives. Weeby Knives? Weeby Knives. And it's a small, like it's, yeah. I don't know, like 10 by 10, the whole, the whole store. What ethnicity is the odor? I don't even know. <laughs> Weeby Knives is a little I, bit urban, bro. A little suspicious there, suspicious <laughs> there, right? And so they had all kinds of stuff. They had from your gas station knives 
they had a bunch of swords on the walls. Um, and then they had a bunch of spider coats and bench maids and a bunch of stuff I didn't know anything about back then. Mm-hmm. So I ordered the spider coat, took a couple months to get in, drove back up to San Francisco, picked it up, carried it every day forever. Wow. To the point where I shipped it in to get sharpened two or three times. Finally, they just sent me a new one because they had worn the blade down so much from sharpening <laughs> Which that they just sent me a brand new that? one. What's up? Which police model was that? Uh, it was just a full stainless steel. Uh, police one, right? Stainless. Yep. And it was uh, fully serrated. Oh, fully because that was cool serrated. back okay. then. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can find it for you. We'll take it. I, I didn't, I didn't know anything back then, right? <laughs> And so then I went through some spider coast oh, stuff sick. and then uh, moved into Benchmade and worked my way up to freaking crazy customs now. Is this it right here? <laughs> yeah, like that second one over. This one? That's, yep. Wow. That's pretty that was sick, it. dude. That's pretty cool, man. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty dope. Um, I mean, that's a newer style one now because mm-hmm. it has, you know, the three holes there by the by the blade for you yeah. can reverse the pocket. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, wow. But dude, it was a cool knife. I have one still. I don't have my original one. I don't know what happened to it, but I ultimately picked up another one mm-hmm. because I just had to have one. So I had, yeah. I ended up picking up another one. And uh, how did you get into knife YouTube? So I had, I blame a couple of people. Okay. One, I kind of got on Instagram from a guy named Gary who told me, dude, you need to get on Instagram and start posting these pictures of your knives and stuff. Because I had posted them on Facebook for a while. And uh, then the YouTube thing, I have a really good friend, Rob, and he has a watch YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting into watches a couple, three years ago, watching his channel a lot, talking to him behind the scenes. And he goes, dude, you should totally start a YouTube channel. And I'm like, really? And then another friend of mine uh, Mike up in Canada, he said the same thing. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe he goes, dude, you have enough knives. You could just do your own knives for a while. Okay. And so I did, I filmed a video of that Spyderco police model, sent it to both of them to check out first. I'm like, yeah, how dumb does this sound? Like, you know, cause <laughs> the first, I felt like an idiot the first time I gotta be honest. It's very, yeah. you know, for all the, the people out there watching, it's an uncomfortable thing to talk to yourself. Yes. And into a camera and a microphone. It's weird. So mm-hmm. I did it, sent it to both of them. And they're like, dude, it sounded great. It was, you know, it's great. And prior to that, Rob had sent me a link to, you know, here's some lights I use. Here's a microphone I use. Here's the tripod, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And so I posted it and I have, that was on December two years ago. So two years in a month, and I've posted at least one video every single day since. Wow, that's amazing, <laughs> man! You know, even when even when I went on vacation, I had some guest people uh, film videos. I had a therapeutic okay. edge film a video for oh, me. I had sick. Rob film a video for me. I think a therapeutic edge did two videos for me mm-hmm. um, of his own knives, and then I did like a little intro from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I did a quick little video by the beach and then splice it all together and uploaded it while I was on vacation. So it was kind of cool. Dude, Hawaii, huh? Fucking awesome, right? It was fun. I'll be honest. Wow. It was the first time I'd ever went last. I went last year over July, uh, July 4th weekend, yeah. uh, the week after July 4th. We just got back. Uh, we went during December and oh man, it was so great. My, my... And which island did you go to? Went to Oahu. So, um, okay. 
get this my boy who would have been my best man i guess even though we weren't doing that kind of wedding yeah yeah um he's like a huge like crypto guy right okay and um i don't know where he just sends me an email and it's two tickets to hawaii it was fucking twenty four hundred dollars he's like bro you're coming you're staying with me okay i'm like you know i'm so sorry i missed your wedding and we just went over there and dude he his his setup is so crazy like the houses that are there um, mm-hmm. that are like his neighbors are like 15 to 20 mil he his i'm gonna just show you right now like where we stayed because I, I vlogged that whole thing and, I, and it's just insane so basically what happened was this um this house belonged to his roommate's family and oh, okay they sold it and then they kind of like audit again kind of and then the company that he works for uh bought it right and rent it to them and it's okay. so insane uh hold on let me pull it up right now let me just share it with you real quick too so we went to Kauai. well you're looking for okay. that we went yeah. we stayed on Kauai for seven days and then we jumped over to the big island yep. uh to visit my buddy there who also is kind of into crypto and does um real estate development and stuff so oh, it's kind of funny hawaii crypto guys huh <laughs> right yeah no because and we stayed we stayed at his guest house so, so what happens is basically like these guys just work like all these crazy hours but then when they're stressed out they just go to the like my boy's backyard is the beach like nice. this, this place right now it's a very like beachy kind of place where i'm staying uh-huh. right it's pretty pretty dope but it's like super like exactly what you'd want in a hawaiian home i would say all the other houses don't look like this they look more like actual rich people houses but this is the only house they kept like this old school type of there you go there's kelly right there yeah that's awesome dude wild bro so you know my my wife Mm -hmm. bought tickets immediately as soon as we got back we're going back in may again (laughs) i'm going back in september (laughs) (laughs) she couldn't wait she was you know we had some uh leftover um wedding money right oh yes and yeah she was just like yo bought tickets immediately they were pretty cheap i think they were i want to say they were like 700 each and um okay just pretty good right i mean is that well like- yeah it's a, it's it's a little more expensive for you because well you got to go from the east coast to the west right. coast yeah and then from the west coast to hawaii we, i'm we already could- on the west coast so we, yeah i think we looked at tickets the other day we haven't booked our tickets yet but it was like I don't know. I want to say it was like a thousand dollars for both of us round trip. Wow, that's amazing. So, we did. I mean, uh, we have it's it's like a five hour flight for us because you're in it's, CA, it's, right? Yeah. So okay. it's for you. It's like an all day affair, dude. Let me tell you right now, the <clears throat> flights we so we took United the first time. Okay. You know, um, and we had to stop by Denver. And yeah. layover there was four hours initially. That became six and a half hours. <sighs> and then we had to fly again. So, I mean, I have a lot of training in this because going to the Philippines is a 21-hour endeavor. So I'm, like, pretty good with it. But the difference is those planes are fucking bigger, dude. These planes are, like, so tight. And you're, like, right. But this yes. time, we, we got the direct flight from Hawaiian Airlines. So it's, like, a direct no layover type thing this time. Oh, you go uh, direct from New York? 
Yes, there's only one direct flight to Hawaii from New York, Whoa. and that is Hawaiian Airlines. We got it for a really good price. They're usually super expensive. And what is so, that like? Probably a like a grand each at least, maybe eleven hundred each, even if you it's buy it like, early. My girl got it uh, during like some type of sale moment, and yeah, uh, eight hundred bucks each. So while it is expensive, it's the only direct flight. So we're gonna go there. Love that and, place, though, man. And what is that like? Ten hour flight, maybe. <sighs> I think it was 18, but I don't know how long it is if it's direct. The first time it was like. Right. 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wow. I think it's five, five and a half hours from the West Coast. And for me yeah. to get from here to like New York is probably like five hours or so. Yeah. But, um. So let's go back to the work-life balance thing, right? Uh, you said. Yeah, that, give me your thoughts. So I don't think I have work-life balance at all. <laughs> I think I think I am. I'm just, not sure I do either. I I was yeah. just kind of throwing some random stuff out there. I mm -hmm. wouldn't say that I had the answers. I think that I'm certainly very happy. I think I'm more. I think I'm happier now than I've ever been. Um, even though I'm working six days a week, I'm posting online six days a week, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I do at least three hours of podcasting a week included in that time. Okay. And then the Sunday that I give to my wife and we go yes. out on a date, we're vlogging it for YouTube too. So it's like <laughs> Right. So but as long as you're happy yes. and as long as your wife is good with it, right? Yes. That's a big part of it too mm -hmm. that I don't think I really touched on is you've got to be good with your partner. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if your wife is kind of either into it, like your wife mm -hmm. is, and she helps you with the stuff and you're doing it together. To me, that's still kind of life, not work, mm -hmm. you know. So you just got to have that balance with your whatever, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever, yeah. right? Yep. And if they're into it, too, then it's not really work anymore. Yeah. Yeah, she's <clears throat> she's gotten into it more and more. Um, uh, when I first started the podcast, I was just talking to myself. Like the first, I think I want to see the first maybe eight or nine episodes it was just me speaking to myself right um what i did notice is i know you said that uh it's weird to talk to yourself like mm -hmm. on camera what i did notice though was once i put the headphones on and i'm like hearing myself talk to myself it was a lot better it's i don't know if, if it feels like i am locked in so i feel like I okay feel like my thoughts you know what I mean? So when I first started, even episode one, I already had these headphones. I had a, a different pair, but yeah. And I was just talking about random shit. Like I barely, mm -hmm. I, I, maybe I had some bullet points in the beginning, but it was just very bare bones. I really just went off the dome. Right. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> once, uh, I think on my 10th episode, I told my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, to be the first guest ever. And okay. she yeah. Wait, she was great. And then, um, you know, I kind of just kept going with it on my own. And then I started doing lives and Kelly hopped on one night and it was just, uh, you know, history from there, man. Right. Was, she's just always she like looks forward to it. Like every Monday, like we will just watch, you know, uh, videos from the Internet, like funny ones, like little yeah, yeah. stuff with people. And she loves that. And um, I mean, look, you see Chris Evans pillow in the back. Somebody gave her that because she loves Captain America. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> She's oh, that's just awesome. There that's um, awesome. Yeah, work-life balance, man. I think it's just if you are happy and you're able to maintain like your relationships and no yes. one's kind of, um, you know, uh, 
behind each other's back, like talking badly, like, oh, he's always doing this shit, you know, like. Right. Yeah. I think that's important. So you say you're happy and you're the happiest you've ever been, then mm -hmm. then your balance is good. Mm -hmm. I, I don't it doesn't know. matter how, how like much you're really working. I think then your balance is good. If if you're happy and your family life is content and you're working 70 hours a week, well, then you're good. This podcast is brought to you by Asia New York, the amazing outdoors. This is Asia. My family's got some land upstate, boy. Let's check out some of these. Look at this. This is a camping uh, video right here. Just a couple of pictures. And it's a huge campground with a bunch of stuff going on. Look at this. Dude, that's crazy. You got ATVs. So they train you. And then they have kids. They have a kids one right here. Look at this. Kids ATVs, man. That's pretty cool, isn't it? So if you want to go ATV trailing, definitely hit up Asia New York. It's in uh, Woodridge, New York. It says they're located in Lower Catskills, 90 minutes drive away, 90 minutes away from NYC. Really, really cool. Look, they got a girl power one here, I think. <laughs> so we do have like a huge fleet of uh, ATVs, man, you know, so we can definitely accommodate a bunch of people. Here's some of their tour uh, footage here. I think we looked at this already. But they've got really, really cool stuff. Um, I know they're going to be posting more content. I'm going to be heading up there to be vlogging. And uh, I definitely can't wait. There's like so many cool things happening here. Look at that. Just beautiful campgrounds. Um, these videos are very focused on ATVs because that's what they were um, experimenting with uh, in the past year. But they do have like actual just camping, camping. You know, if you want to just do that, it's totally cool. And uh, we're going to have a bunch of other stuff available soon. So definitely keep an eye out on Asia New York on Instagram. You can message them for any questions or anything like that. Damn. I mean, nobody says you have to do 40 hours a week. Nobody says you got to exactly do 30 though. hours. 12 to I don't know. I didn't do the math on you. I'm just saying in general. But I'm really bad at math, surprisingly. I'm not a real Asian, I think. So I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> Dude, I'm just, just killing all my stereotypes with you. Today. <laughs> Damn. Um, back to your YouTube channel. Uh, so you've been posting one video every day? Yeah. So I post a video every day. For two Oftentimes years? it's two. Yeah, for two oh. years and a month. It was December 11th of mm -hmm. 19. Is it because you work from home? Do you have the time or do you kind of bulk log them and just release it when you I do ready? both. I mean, I do work from home. So that does give me more time to in between meetings. I can just do a quick video. Yeah. Um, you know, and when I say quick, as you know, a 10 minute video. Mm hmm. Isn't really just ten minutes. No, you, we've got a bunch of stuff. You got to do a little bit of editing. You've got to upload it, which may take five minutes. You got to write a description. You got to do a thumbnail. I mean, there's a ten minute video is probably like thirty minutes worth of work. Correct. You know, give or take for me, and I don't do any editing. Yeah. For you fancy guys that have words coming across and all these <laughs> different angles and all this stuff, a ten minute video is an hour, right? But yeah. So I do try to bulk record and record like five six seven videos maybe this like in a weekend i may mm -hmm. film six or seven videos that's awesome and then i upload and schedule them so it's all scheduled to just release on certain days at certain times so i try to be a couple of weeks ahead mm -hmm. right now i'm like five days ahead maybe wow because when you get like two or three weeks ahead you kind of get a little lazy yeah 
I and did then that. I'm like, eh, I don't need to film today. I got ones banked up. I'm going to go watch a movie instead or this and that. And then <laughs> you're like, oh, crud, I only got like four videos posted, you know, ready to go. So then you kind of jump on and you film some more. It's it's tough with, you know, with 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 my stuff, because lately I've been leaning, you know, more towards short form content, because I think that's just where the future is. I love long form content like podcasting and live shows. That's actually my favorite thing to do. And mm -hmm. if I could just do that for the channel, I totally would. And I kind of do that sometimes. Like I unbox things live. I review things live right. with the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, they mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. spend their two cents. But I think for the algorithm, it's just not good. Like you don't get, you know what I'm saying? Like people that are subscribed to me that have the bell icon uh, click, they're like, man, I just don't even get notified whenever you're on. I don't know. It just really sucks. And I'm like, fuck, you know, that's yeah, interesting. my yeah. problem. That's always been my problem uh, because I think at one point we went hard in 2020 of just doing uh, uploading things like whatever we wanted. So I would yes. have vlogs that have nothing to do with knives at all. And it's just us doing cool shit in the city, which is fun for the people that are already subscribed to you. But it confuses the algorithm of what you really are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it can, can yeah. and and it can confuse your viewers. Yeah. You know, if they subscribe for knife content or mm -hmm. basketball content or football yeah. content or video game content, that's what they're subscribing for. Mm -hmm. And yeah, from what I kind of gather and understand, the occasional weird video or off topic video, not a problem. But yeah, now there's four or five, you know, it's a knife channel, but there's four or five basketball videos in the middle. Yeah. Then people are like, what if you were stabbing basketballs with knives though well then you're good <laughs> so in mine mine are kind of short videos i try to keep them kind of short you know in that yeah. 10 minute ish range and i just i i review knives loosely because i'm no expert i'm just a guy with a camera yeah and i talk about this knife i compare it to some other ones and off i go and then i do an unboxing and my unboxings are different than a lot of people's unboxings yeah what's in the box it's what's in the box. I don't tell you what it is. You got to click on it. That's the stick. Yep. I have comments all the time. You need to tell what it is. You need to tell what it is. No. <laughs> Does it draw people in, you think? I think it draws a lot of people in because my yeah. unboxing videos get tons more views than my regular videos, oh, but yeah. partially because they're short. I try to keep it like two minutes. Yeah. Maybe three minutes if there's like three or four knives in there. Mm -hmm. I don't talk about it. I open it up. I show you what it is. If I know what the name of it is, I tell you. If not, hey, Billy sent this in. I'm not really sure what it is. I'll get you more details when I do the full video. And I, then I, move I, on. I, I mean, it's a good formula. It seems to be working because clearly, like, your numbers are growing and you've been on YouTube, like, you know, a yeah. less amount of time than me. I mean, I've been on for almost five years. I think five oh, years wow. since April. Okay. Um, this channel is really, you know, uh, started it's changed a lot, a lot in 2020, though. I think 2020 is yeah. when people started to. You know, like um, like people would, you know, when they do those channel shout outs, like I got a mm -hmm. bunch of those. Um, yep. And Sebaz has shouted me out a bunch because he's just like, oh, this guy is so weird, but he's in the middle. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, shout out to Shabazz, man. It's like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, you know, they, they uh, I watched this dude, Gary V, and he says, um, if someone has made it online uh, on YouTube or TikTok or whatever that looks like you, in your niche, you could do it too. And then in my head, I'm like, fuck, no one looks like me. That this is YouTube thing. <laughs> like, that is no, 
maybe Eugene Kwan and he like quit already. So <laughs> exactly. So what's that tell you? I don't know. Um, uh, I do have some segments today. We should get into it. Um, we we killed yeah. twenty five minutes so fast, bro. So. Dude, it seems like five minutes. You you have you have very good uh, podcasting chops. So I know that you're working with Alex from the Knife Box channel. Shout out to Alex. Love that dude. Um, yep. And you guys are going to come up with a new channel, I think, or? Yeah, so we've started a new channel that has zero content yet. But if you want to go yeah. check it out, you can. It's yep. uh, EC EDC Hour with Dirk and Alex. Oh, I like that. I and like we're going that. to do a, a probably a other, every other week, hour long live stream. And it's oh, just going to be an hour, um, hour and five minutes. Like we're going to, we're not going to just ramble for four hours like some of these guys do. <laughs> um, so I'm looking for it right now, actually. And um, we're going to do just Alex and I. I think we have a pretty good How do you banter back and forth. Uh, just E D C H O U R. Yep. With one word Dirk or two words? and Alex. Uh, two words. Okay, with Dirk. All right, let's look that up. That way people can get a good look at it. And uh, oh, there's yeah, nothing special there now. It's just a name. There's not even a picture. I, I, don't or have it. I can't find it, bro. Maybe you guys are not discoverable yet because you don't have content yet. It should be there. I did EDC uh, hour with Dirk and Alex. And Alex. Okay. I, I YouTube that. Oh, here we go. So there's nothing here right now. It shows your two channels there, but definitely uh, keep an eye on this, guys, and uh, sub to this. Let's help them grow. And yeah. um, you know, so we're gonna we're gonna start out in a couple of weeks, and we'll yeah. just do it every other week, and it'll be Alex and I one week, yeah. and a guest the next week. Alex and I cool. guest. Alex and I guest. That's kind of the plan. We gotta get yeah. all the guests lined up and all that stuff. But as you know. Yeah, it's a scheduling thing with all these people and whatnot. So yeah, when you guys have it up and running, I'd love to have you both on to promote it. That's just, that's one of the main reasons Perfect. I wanted the knife community to have a podcast network because eventually some of us are going to design knives. Eventually, some of us are going to start like a mm -hmm. wallet company or whatever, and it'd just be great to go on your buddy's podcast and talk about the product or you're promoting a new channel. And uh, I would love to do that for you guys. So, you know, absolutely. We will ready. keep you posted as soon as we get it all going. Because <laughs> I, I like that. I like this long form stuff. I think we need more of it. Uh, so I do have some segments here. Uh, this is a segment called Sharper Dull, where I will show you, in your case, it's going to be a knife stuff. This is all from Blade HQ's new arrivals list. And we're going to okay. say sharp if it's good or dull if it's bad. Okay. Cool. All right. So this is the first one right here. This is the Kershaw Launch 14. How many of these do they have? This is $144, basically. I'll give you a couple of views on it here. Um, That's different. <laughs> you could trash it as much as you want, by the way. Um, they you know, don't care. I, I, you know, I would like to check it out. So if somebody wants to buy it and send of it course. in, I would totally check it out. <laughs> that is but my it's, attitude. <laughs> it's not something I would buy, I don't think. Yeah. But I have been surprised. People have sent me weird stuff before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this is way better in hand than in the pictures. Yes, I definitely agree with that. So let, we'll look at some of the specs a little bit for the people here. So you've got 3.37 inch blade length with CPM 154. It's a sheep's footy. You've got aluminum carbon fiber handles. Uh, this is an auto, of course. It's a launch. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, 3.22 ounces, made in the USA. So this is a made in the USA Kershaw. I have had launches before. 
yeah. that I enjoyed. I had the little, really little one, uh, the Cali legal one. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. And I dug it. You know, I, I didn't. Couldn't, I mean, you can't carry an auto in New York, no matter how big or small it is. So I did you right. know, give away for it. Um, but uh, it was cool, you know. But but this one, you know, it's it's a little out there for me. But certainly, if you someone in the you know, the video, uh, the comments, uh, want to buy this and send it to Dirk and me, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> so you can exactly. go dull on this one. I'm going to go dull. Dull for me as well. I, 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 I saw it and I knew it was going to be kind of a comedic piece. <laughs> so mm -hmm. <laughs> dull on this one, the Kershaw launch 14. So let me, uh, cue up the other guy here. I think we're gonna go tell on so many of these. <laughs> so you gotta remember, I literally just went to the new arrivals section and I don't really hand pick. I kind of just, you know, see some weird or interesting pieces and I just put them in here. And I don't know totally cool. about it really. Okay. Yeah, you know. So this is the dagger knives parrot liner mm -hmm. lock. Um I'm wondering if this is some type of I don't know what that is. Like it's like a little button there or something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's look at some of the other views on this. So, that's well, very slim and slender. Yeah, this is a front flipper. Four point seven five inch blade. Yeah, Dagger Knives big makes boy. some big blades. Yeah, they do have some cool stuff from before. They got uh, really popular with the dag, uh, the Scully type kind mm -hmm. of Chavez esque, like right. Okay, yeah. Stuff. Um, D two blade, uh, G ten scales. Geez, 6.64 ounce weight. <laughs> eh, Country of origin, Russia. And let's see what we're going for. I'm trying to figure out what. It's a flipper. But how? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, oh it's right is there. it like a yeah, top flipper? Kind of front flipper, top flipper, I guess you'd call that. It's kind of weird. Though. Like what? Yeah, I don't... I don't. I'm I, not sure how that's gonna work, but 95 bucks. Uh, I'm gonna go dull on this, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go dull on that, but it looks interesting, so I'd kind of like to check it out. Yeah, look at that blade geometry. Yeah, it looks kind of weird. <laughs> not gonna lie. I mean, I I think that's something that I tried to really do too, is to just be honest mm -hmm. and just, you know, I've seen a lot of other YouTubers say like, oh, I'm not gonna review. Right oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of other YouTubers are going to say, well, I don't review knives that I don't like. Yeah. Well, I kind of like to review knives I don't like because it forces me to really look at the knife mm -hmm. because there's going to be good qualities about it. And a lot of the times I don't like it because it just aesthetically doesn't appeal to me. It may be an awesome knife, super solid, great materials, but the looks of it, I just don't like. Yeah. So I still review that stuff. I review everything. I don't yeah. even care. What I what I do notice is um, I had that a similar mentality when uh, I would uh, do more like produced videos, you know, where I'm yeah. doing a lot of cinematic stuff. I, I don't want to do all that stuff for a knife I don't like. But um, I when it. I review something with a live audience, like I I'll review whatever, you know what I mean? And right. then, well, it'll be it's fun to like trash on something with 30 40 people or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, so, for me, when I trash on this stuff, I do it in kind of like a professional way. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to try to cut the person down who made it or, you know, and I try to just point out things that are like legit wrong. Oh, the lock failed or, hmm. you know, this is sharp or that's, you know, a hot spot. Something, yeah. you know, I've gotten 
dude, I've gotten some knives that are full on customs that I can't even put in my pocket because the clip doesn't work. Wow. And I'm like, dude, this thing was two grand. And it's like the, did you not even check it in your pocket before you shipped it out? Damn. Like it was brand new. And I'm it? like, dude. And so I had to ship it back and oh, then they fixed it and they shipped it back to me. But I'm like, come on guys. Sucks. Like I get it. If you're bench made and you made 10,000 of this model and you didn't check every single clip. Okay. But when you made this one at your shop handmade and you ship it out and it won't even go in your pocket because the clip is so tight. Yeah. And that's a problem. That's that sucks. I especially from paying two grand. What did you carry today, by the way, man? You have that on you or what did I carry today? Um, I actually did run out and I had the uh Shurgnivko Ryu with me today. Ooh, nice. Oh, I saw that one in one of your videos. So sick. I was super stoked to get this one because Very they nice. just, you know, they're not super common. Oh, they're not necessarily so nice. cheap, but and I know Edison, the the maker, really well. Hung out with him mm -hmm. at a lot of shows and go to dinner with him a couple of times. So yeah. he's a great guy. So I was able to pick this up on the secondary, which was super awesome. Wow. I uh, carried, you know, pretty plain Jane, I guess. Uh, Metal yeah, Complex okay. would approve. Uh, this is a Hinderer Eclipse, but it has skiff bearings in it. Okay. So the Eclipse smooth. is pretty cool, actually. I like it better than the XM. And people fought with me on Instagram for it because I said that it doesn't have the stupid jumping on top that like hurts your your uh, right. And it um, just it's better for me. Um, I wish I had the three inch one because I'm in New York City. It's a little bit more pocketable, and I think the police will want to tackle me less if I have a smaller knife. Okay, uh, what is that? Three and a half. I want to say this is the regular size. It's what three point two five, I think. Or okay, I yeah, I, I think so. I don't regular. remember. Yeah, the three inch one would be perfect because you know I don't even carry with a pocket clip anymore, man. I just put it in my pocket because you know they're gonna be like, "Get him! He has a green card!" You know I mean? so, yeah, I mean, I I've actually never been to New York, but I've yeah. heard a lot of stories and just. You know, it's, it's a tough place to carry knives and stuff, yes, let alone anything else. But it's awesome. Going okay. for an EDC person, it's not so awesome because you can never use your tools in public, like ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people will look at me funny if I take out a Leatherman, kind of. You know what I mean? Because it's mm. shiny and metallic, and they're like, "What is right. that?" Yeah. You know, and he, he doesn't uh -huh. look like he's a, a electric lineman or whatever. You know, so right, okay. Yeah. So, but but <laughs> but um. It's pretty nice, man. It is really, really nice in other ways. You know, you have, you could be at the pier and see like all this water and boats and stuff. And then you look yeah. to the right side and it's like, you know, the biggest metropolis in the world or whatever. Right. There's definitely cool things to it, but you know, that for as an EDC person, can't really film outside. And like, oh, do, yeah. can you imagine if I could do like street review type things? That'd be so sick, dude. Right. That would be wow. cool. Man, I used to do it on my, uh, there was one era of the channel where I lived in uh, East 100th Street and I had a balcony. Okay. So I would do the videos on the balcony and get like cinematic yeah. shots and you could see like the gritty metal like stairs and you would see the buildings and it, it was really really cool that's cool yeah but now it's like i live in the bronx you go outside there's a, a crackhead trying to steal this a city bike and you know somebody's taking a shit like all right let's get to some more uh so we're going dull on the dagger yes yeah the dagger knives fat sorry dagger knives uh let's go to the next guy 
Um, this is an <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna do this one. So this is a budget knife from Bestec. This is the Bestec Knives Tulip. I think this is designed by Ostap Hell. Um, I got to try the titanium model of this. This one is under 50 bucks. It's one of those okay. watt pocket knives. You're looking at Sandvik 14C28N, which is nice, right? Instead right. of D2. Uh, 1.4 ounces, G10 scales. The one I got to try was uh, full tie. Nice. Nice. Um, made in China, designed by Ostap Hell. What do you think about this guy? You know, I'm going to give it a sharp, but it's not for me. You don't but like I know that knives. there are a lot of guys that like the little tiny, you know, fifth pocket, watch pocket, coin pocket knives. So it looks pretty sharp to me. It's just not really for me. But I right. think a lot of guys are going to like that. And, you know, for 50 bucks, it's maybe a little pricey just because it's so small. Five <laughs> inch blade length. <clears throat> <laughs> but honestly, that's all the blade you need. Yeah. Like, yeah. and we talk about it. I mean, I got four inch knives. I got three and a half. And, you know, dude, I use one inch of it to cut open yeah. the Amazon box with exactly. the other stuff. I mean, that's all I'm using. Exactly. Same here. Same here, man. Uh, I, I, I probably would be more of an outdoorsy person. Like, all I do is watch fucking Alone and Meat Eater and all these hunting shows. <laughs> right. But, I don't have a choice to just go out and feather sticks or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, dude, um, I, just, I open Amazon boxes. That's all I do. <laughs> Me too. Uh, do you think that these small knives are just Instagram fodder? Because <clears throat> it is. It does make a good EDC shot, man. You know what I mean? It like, does. But no, I think I think there's a good use for the small knives because a lot of people work in an office building and things like that. If you pulled that out at, in the lunchroom. Mm -hmm. nobody's probably even going to care even yeah. in new york they're probably not going to care they're because that's not cool. that's not much bigger than your standard like box cutter utility knife right right and so people aren't going to care that you're going to cut your apple with that in the lunchroom anywhere so i think there is a good use for those and it's not just hype or anything okay i agree with that i agree with that because definitely when i worked in an office um, you know, if I were to take out a fucking hinderer, like they'd be like, "What the hell is going on? Why do you need?" Right. You know what I mean? Even though I was a, I was the shipping manager, and you know, we were packing boxes all day. Still, it was in an office area, and people right you know, just knew me as the knife guy, so they just let me do my cookie stuff. Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, you, you're supposed too. to just have you're supposed to just have your box cutter in the shipping, yeah. you know, department. So it's like not even great for if you if you're cutting like if I'm packing 250 boxes a day, right? Uh -huh. Um, you know, UPS boxes or something. Because I worked in a jewelry company that was shipping stuff for Zales and Sam's Club. Because you were okay, shipping, yeah. You know, I'm talking like maybe 2,000 packages during Christmas time a day. Oh, I bet. Um, Crazy. So, you know, you're cutting things. There's mistakes. You got to reopen the thing, you know, stuff like yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. not going to cut it, man. You need something with good steel that's just going to keep going, especially if you're on crunch time. Uh, I'm going to go sharp on this, though. I do like the price. Um, the design mm -hmm. is pretty cool. You go sharp on it? Yep. That's a sharp one. Awesome. All right. So we're going to go to the next guy here. Uh, this is a more expensive guy and uh, maybe more in tune with uh, your taste. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. My tastes vary. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It is definitely pricier. Uh, this is the Jake Hoback Knives Sumo, the button lock. 
550 bucks. Um, Let's look at some specs. You got CPM 20 CV, titanium scales, 4.43 ounces, um, made in the USA, designed by Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Kobach, of course, and uh, 3.25 inches of that CPM 20 CV. Here's a couple of views on it. That one is absolutely sharp because I have seen the somebody I have loaned those. I have got that in as a loader and done review. And yeah, those are very nice. Wow. What did you like about it? I just felt real good in the hand. And um, did it. Hold on, why can't I zoom in for some reason? It's being weird. All right, I can't zoom. But uh, was it like a good uh, function with the button lock? And uh, yeah, I love yep. button locks, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So you're gonna go sharp on this guy? I'm, I'm gonna go sharp on that one. Plus, I like the black and the blue in that particular configuration. Um, worth 550 bucks though. You know, the price is all relative, and we can get into a bunch of arguments over that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's American made. Yeah, it still seems a little high, but that's kind of the rate. I mean. I don't know. Price is a very subjective thing. And we, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of internet arguing about price. Definitely. Definitely a lot of arguments. If you don't like that price, then go buy something else. But you don't have to argue with that guy that he spent five grand on a knife. Yeah. Just because you don't want to spend more than 50 bucks on a knife. Yeah. I hate it when people do that. Like, I will, you know, clearly state, like, I can't afford this, but I, you know, if I could, maybe I'd buy it. You know what I mean? That's usually right. what I would say if something is, you know, uh, you know, really expensive. Uh, the most expensive knife I have in my collection is only nine ninety five, and which is very low in comparison to someone who's bought customs. And it was because, like, um, my dad, uh, who passed away at the time, his mm-hmm. name is Clemente, right? Okay, that's Filipino. Uh, yeah. I'm, this is like the beginning of my knife journey, dude. I'm like, you know, when you want every knife you could possibly find, right? Yes. And I'm searching yes. like crazy. And mm-hmm. I find this Italian knife company. I'm sure you've heard of them by now. Sandra Knives. Okay. Yeah. They do the tungsten carbide. Uh, and the Clemente one was the first tungsten carbide folder. Okay. Saved my money and I bought that shit because it was the same name as my dad. And I made a whole... That's actually the first time my channel made a splash anywhere. Um, Cedric and Ada saw the video, and it, dude, the first line in the the first line in the video was some people say you don't become a man until your father dies, and there's like really uh, dramatic music in the background, panning shots of the knife. I'm really milking the emotion. Right. And then I okay. get into a review. I'm wearing gloves. There's carbon fiber. Like I made oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah. Carbon fiber, like. Uh, it looks almost like a lazy Susan, but it's manual. Okay, the, yeah, yeah. The middle is magnetic. So I would put the knife on it and then ah, turn it. Okay, that's, that's cool. What the channel was before. And then uh, that's when, you know, I was like, oh, I might have something with this EDC thing. Little did I know, I was like, lowest clicks per minute on YouTube is the knife community. <laughs> Even though you now, know? now <laughs> though, bro, there are people that are making like pretty good money in knife youtube now um i'm sure mc makes a ton uh neves and knives i think makes pretty good money yeah uh, you know and and they do and they yeah. they deserve it oh yeah i'm not, yeah, I'm not so that odd. guy I, yeah. I just i don't even look at the stats yeah i look at the views 
like, okay, yep. today's video had 200 views or 500 yeah. views or whatever. That's all I really look at. I don't look yep. at the CPMs and the this and the watch mm -hmm. times and all. I don't play any of that. I just ramble for a few minutes and I move on. That's awesome. I, if dude. I make some money, I make some money. I mean, yes, I've gotten some AdSense money over the year. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. It's not like, a, like you know, mm -hmm. it's 100 bucks here, 150 bucks there, right? But which I'm not going to turn away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell them, no, don't send it to me. But yeah. I am not going to be the guy that, you know, is making a ton of money. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, if it I grows and it makes time. money over time, great. I'm probably not going to be the, oh, join my Patreon. Oh, use my affiliate links. Oh, just send me money. Oh, give me the super chat. Oh, do that. That's just not me. Let me ask you why <laughs> that is. Is it because your job is killer already and you could buy the $2,000 knife? No. I mean, I, you know I, I mean? have a normal day job and I get paid yeah. normal rate. I'm doing okay. Yeah. And I could always use more money. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If, if somebody wants to send me money, I'm not going to, I'm not going to refund your PayPal. Right. Yeah. But I think it's just, for me, it's, it's awkward to ask people for money. Yeah. Oh, okay. On my YouTube thing, you know, yeah. I don't see me ever setting up like a Patreon and all this stuff and nothing against all the people that do mm -hmm. that. I just don't see me doing that and saying, oh, yeah. hey, go join my Patreon for $3 a month or $5, whatever. You know, I don't know. It just seems to me it's weird. And Although I do understand that we should get paid. Yeah. Maybe we should get paid because we are putting a lot of time into putting together the channel. That is true. It does take time. Like I said earlier, that 10 minute video is like 30 minutes worth of time. Yeah. And so, you got to if I do. Answering a 10 minute video well. every day. Well, yeah. So it's probably every video is like an hour. It's 30 minutes to film it, edit it, upload it, write the description, make the thumbnail. And you also then Instagram, bro. I tried to do and respond to comments. And mm -hmm. you, then you get people emailing you with questions. Mm -hmm. Hey, I saw your video six months ago on Knife XYZ. Do you <laughs> still like it? What do you think? Should I buy this? Should I buy that? I'm totally, I love that interaction. And yeah. people hit me up on instagram and facebook and emails and i go to try to respond to them and i can't remember who the guy where he talked to me from <laughs> has that ever happened to you so i have a few key people that always show up all the time and they're very dear to kelly and me like yeah they treat them like family almost like i i have yes for them I, they greet me differently when they hop on the lives like mm -hmm. and and uh you know that's that's one of my favorite things about doing long-form content is people like man i've been podcast like we're we've done over 200 podcasts man like Dude, that's crazy. and uh this is episode 170 i think this is going to be 175 um, and on Patreon, we've done like 70 episodes as well. So it's like 240 fucking, you know, so people, when you're watching someone every week, especially the people that are on Patreon, they watch that one hour of the live, they watch an hour on Friday, which mm -hmm, is uh, mm -hmm. this episode coming out next week. Um, and then they watch another hour on Patreon. Like, right. They kind of know you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. like, I'm pouring my feelings out. So, um, I love doing this so much that like I would love it if it was my profession. That's why like I go so hard when um a lot of people give MC shit because he's promoting like links and he's 
you know, treating it like professionally. And they give him a lot of shit for it. And I'm like, dude, this guy is posting like three or four videos a day. And he's he's good. And uh, like, you don't want him to make money off it. Like, I don't understand that kind of like, how many hours do you think he's putting into YouTube every month, dude? Like, yeah, that's a full time job for him. I'm not not disparaging anybody that says that stuff. No, I mean, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I actually agree with you. That's your goal with your channel. But I don't like the especially with the viewers like, oh, I don't follow him anymore because he started like he has a sponsor now or whatever. Like like I have sponsors, you know, like, you know, we 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 put so much time. like literally it's a 40 hour a week fucking job dude like what it is it it certainly does take a lot of our time and if people you know want to pay and do some stuff that's great i think it's more just a personal thing that yeah i don't know this is like not really embarrassed but just awkward to ask people for money and if i did a patreon like why would i think you know and again this is just me in my head i just being honest with you and and Mm -hmm. however many you know people are going to watch this um what do I have to offer that somebody wants to pay me for? Like, you know, I kind of like, I don't know. I mean, yes, at my normal job. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. got to pay me because I've been doing it for 30 years. So I yeah. kind of know what I'm doing. Right. But here I've been doing it for two years. So I kind of know what I'm doing, yep. but not really. I don't know that I do it any better than anybody else or worse than anybody else. So I don't know. It's something that I've kind of not struggled with because yeah. nobody's asked me to do it, but I'm like, yep. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. Maybe I will. So I somebody, will. you know, in a year from now, when I start a Patreon, mm-hmm. some random viewer, don't screenshot this and send it to me <laughs> saying, you said you would never, I don't know what's going to happen next year. I think it's maybe, about like, maybe, uh, it will. maybe it won't. Who knows? It, it, you know, we were talking about happiness earlier in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. And it's like, if you're happy, like I am so fucking happy the way the channel is going right now and how, I can share a movie review on my TikTok or I can do a silly mm-hmm. thing on Instagram and people respond to it. Um, it's huge because when I came into this community, everything was so tight, bro. Like there was yeah. no comedy at all. Shabazz was the only person, maybe Advanced Knife Bro as well. Said yes. Kikita, but yeah. it's like just if you weren't like so spec heavy, like it was over for you. And coming I into agree. it as an Asian person too, it was even scarier, you know? Like, I think when I you, first started, Eugene yeah. Kwan wasn't even on yet. Like, you right. know, you've definitely done some great stuff and oh. have a huge following, which no, is not, bro, you're bigger than me. What are you talking about? Well, I think you have, I think you have more interaction. I, I think I might have some more subscribers, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I'm at like 40, you're like at 4,000 something, right? 600 or something, 4,600, yeah. I think. I'm yeah. shooting for 5,000. Like, that's yeah. my goal, right? I mean, your goal is always a hundred thousand plus, but you know, come on, let's yeah. be realistic. Dude, you're gonna get um, to ten thousand, and Benjamin is gonna be like, "Hey, man, here's some links." Spider code, yo, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sal is gonna hit you up, like, "Hey, man, here's some Spider Co affiliate links." <laughs> Dude, and if that happens, that happens. I don't, you know, I'm good with that, but yeah. that's not ever gonna be my main focus. My main focus really is to show different knives that people have never seen before. And to really interact with people and build relationships. That's good. That's I like really it. Relationship stuff too. And, and I've made a lot like. of friends. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That you I've never really met, miss. but we chat all the time. And, you know, like you, there's those 
few five six people that you constantly chatting with on instagram or facebook mm -hmm. or whatever you're using um and and they become like real friends that just started mm -hmm. out watching your videos you that's know, what it's all about really for me i i do love uh the people in the community i think it's it's one of the best you know i i, I came mm -hmm. from a uh like a DJ, like nightlife background before I came. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And uh -huh. uh, yeah, that's not a fucking good place to, you know, try mm -hmm. to make friends or whatever, because people are just trying to climb a social ladder. But here it's like everyone is so like pure almost that at first I was like, is this guy just being really nice to me to get something out of it? But no, they're just really kind people, you know, for the right. most part, I think. Um, uh, let's get to, uh, so we're going to go back to this thing. Um, we gave this a sharp. Yep. That's a sharp. Um, I'm interested in it. I've never gotten to try it. So I'm going to give it a sharp for the time being. Okay. I think we're going to skip to the next section actually right now. Well, my mouse is like doing some funky stuff. Cause we've kind of bounced around and rambled on a little bit. So. But that's what this, you know, this podcast is getting it's what to it know, is getting to know the creator. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you exactly. look at other podcasts like Rogan or any of these co comedian yep. style podcasts, like this is what it is. And that's what I wanted to do for the knife community is just, you know, sit down and chat with a homie for an hour and look at some segments and stuff. And, yep. uh, you know, people seem to like it, man. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about is really. Yeah. And, you know, and same with my normal videos. I try to just be that average guy talking to you across the table. There you so, go. Like, so in my videos, that's just how I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, I talk a little more because, well, it's just me and there's no back and <laughs> forth. But, you know, if we were just sitting at the park and I pulled out a knife, that's mm -hmm. kind of how my video is. I'd be it's, like, yo, I don't have any money. Okay. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. No, no, I, I, pull a, <laughs> I pull out a knife at the table because we're sitting down chatting. And then that's my video is just just me chatting with some people across the picnic table kind of thing. So it's totally casual and just here's my random thoughts and whatnot. So what you see on my videos is really what you get. I like your stuff, man. I'm not going to lie. And I definitely like the sprinkle of the uh, work-life balance thing. I, I definitely appreciated that one. So that's well, the one great. that I, I like, actually like uh, resonated with the most. I was like, oh, I think about this stuff all the time. Um, so awesome. the next segment here is, you it has nothing to do with knives, man. Um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, it's called Versus. And I'm going to show you uh, two pictures or two scenarios. And you're going to have to choose one of them. All right? Okay. Um. So you have to save your wife and uh, you have to be killed by one of these things. Um, Jason Voorhees or the uh, Midsommar death, which is you jump off a cliff. This guy didn't die. So they crushed his head with a mallet. But <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, you don't know what he's going to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? But you have, yo, this is the only way to save your family, man. You got to do it. Like, which one are you going to do? I'm going to take it like a man and jump off the cliff. Oh, beast mode. Dude, this scene was so brutal. I don't even know if I'm going to get flagged on YouTube for this or not. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just jumping, man. I'm going to do it on my own time, kind of. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just jumping. This poor guy, so he jumped off with his wife, right? Because what they do in this movie, Midsommar, it's actually a horror movie that takes place mostly during the day. 
and uh, they go to like okay. Sweden or something, and there's like all these really kind uh, people in this village, and then so these this couple like jumped off the cliff, and the wife died, but he like lived. So this, yeah, he just crushes his head with a mallet. It's like a mercy because they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, it's brutal. Yeah, I'll jump. Hey, jumping off the cliff, man. Uh, I'm gonna jump. Me. <laughs> I'll be a jumper. All right. So the next one is um. It's two TV shows. You're going to be on these two reality TV shows, okay? Okay. And uh, you have to choose one. And uh, would you do American Ninja Warrior or would you be on the show alone? Do you know what these shows are? Yes. Okay. So which uh, one would you do? I would suck at both of them. But Well, I know you did some triathlon stuff before. That's I did triathlon stuff before, so I'm going to go Ninja Warrior. Wow, really? My brother is an American Ninja Warrior. He's actually going to be... The third time on the show, um, really? Season fourteen, yeah. You want to, dude? You want to fucking see him? He's fucking insane, dude. Uh, let me show you real quick. I love showing him off. He's my oldest brother. Uh, and how old is he? He's forty. I think he's gonna be forty-nine this year. Dude, uh, let me show that's you right awesome. now. Um, I do love the show alone too, and you win a shitload of money when you win that, man. Like a million bucks. Um, in Ninja Warrior, I think you get brand deals and recognition and stuff. I yeah, you do get a million dollars if you win the whole thing, actually. Yeah, so probably. So, this is my brother right here. Um, this is his post saying that he got in, uh, you know, all smiles today. As I'm happy to say that I'll be running the season 14 course of American Ninja Warrior. This is his third time on the show. This is one of the times here. Um, yeah, I love sharing this guy's story because a lot of guys my age and a little bit older are thinking that, you know, they can't get in shape, right? Right. Um, so this guy, just re I love sharing the story. This is he's forty. He's forty-eight here. He had a brain tumor the size of a golf ball in his right ear, and oh, wow. he, the reason why they found it was he was, you know, like losing his hearing. Yeah. And immediately they take it out and they tell him that he'll never walk again. He'll have like no equilibrium. He can't sing, you know, like weird shit with the ear. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And he's proven them completely wrong by. I mean, this is one of the best like shaped guys I know in my whole wow. life. Wow. That's and, a great um, story. And he's so fucking happy. They call him the smiling ninja because he's smiling all the time. He's so positive. Look at this crazy shot right here. Isn't that insane? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so definitely check him out, guys. On I will check that American out Ninja for Warrior. sure. That's cool. And you are going to go um, with American Ninja Warrior. That's yep. interesting. I thought you would have chose uh, alone. No, nope, I'm going to go Ninja Warrior. No bushcrafting for you? Nope. <laughs> too cold, right? <laughs> it's too cold and too stuck. Yeah, yeah, now my camping and outdoorsy days, that's long gone. Of course, my triathlon days are long gone, too, because my knees. But... Yeah. I'll give Ninja Warrior a shot. There's this dude that I watched on Rogan's the other day, and he completely rejuvenated his knee with these like knees over toes exercises. He has an artificial knee. They don't even give you those anymore. He was a basketball player. He's, oh, not, wow. um, he's younger than us. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which is like yeah. weird. Um, but he uh, lost his knee at an early age, and then he completely rejuvenated it that he could like. He could like bend backwards and like pop right back while he's uh, sitting on his feet. It's like really insane. What? Might be okay. interesting for you to look into. I'm gonna um, have to look at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just do it real 
quick right now so people know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, even because I feel like I'm a 90 year old dude with my knees, but you know, this guy's whole thing. Um, uh, hold on, toes. The toe, uh, on the knees over toes guy, he's right here. I'm going to show you this crazy shit and you're going to be like, what? And this guy has bad, like he has an artificial knee, dude. Like, you know, he shouldn't be playing basketball or doing anything right. more. And like, look at this picture right here. Wow. Um, it took him five years to get it back. Um, and he said it was through reverse sled work. So he would pull a sled on turf. And yeah. uh, just little by little with as little weight as possible. And he just mm -hmm. kept going and going. And he was able to do like stuff like this. Like, you know, he, he thought he would never be able to play ball again. And look at this. Right. How crazy this is right here. And he just goes right into it. And I was like, yo. Dude. Right? So, I mean, yo, uh, you know, look into his stuff, man. Maybe it'll help you out. Maybe you won't be doing that, but at least, like, get a little bit more. What kind of artificial knee they give him, man? Like $6 million he man knees or something? No, no. It was really bad, actually, that they don't <laughs> do this procedure anymore. Like, Wow. So he had bad knees even after that. Um, and oh, he discovered wow. this, these techniques from some guy in Australia, and he just trained himself. You know, uh, you see, look, five years ago is to land her first triple as a mom in her 30s. I believe in you. And like, look at this older lady. Like, yeah. stuff. just kind of cool. You know, thought That's I'd cool. bring it up, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going off the rails in this fucking podcast. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to, I think we have two more versus segments here. You're going to go with uh, Ninja Warrior here. Ninja Warrior. Okay, and the last one is you have to do one of these Fear Factor stunts. <sighs> the top one is uh, drinking donkey semen, and the second one is eating spiders. <laughs> uh, that, like, that Fear Factor, I, I could, it was the gross one. Yeah that i i always wigged out on the other Me stuff too. you know high buildings and all these other stuff they had to do that was no problem but the gross spider eating and stuff like that that was all gross um dude spiders or look at her mouth bro it's coming god like that's the legs coming out from her teeth and shit. you get like do they give you some floss after that or Are what? you drinking but, donkey semen is that what you're doing? I, I, dude i mean i guess i gotta pick something um Wow. It's Either tough. one's going to make me sound bad on, on film here, but uh, I, I think I'm going to drink it, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I think it's because then you're just done. Like, that's like you take a shot and you just, yes, you kind of just plug your nose and you just, just down it and you don't have to chew it. You don't have to swallow it. It just kind of slides down and you're done. And, mm -hmm. and then you go puke over there. But yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to have to drink it, man. Me too. I mean, I don't even know if I can do this. Look at this. I don't know if I could do either of them, but oh. you know, I might just, I might just be like, yeah, I lose. I'm, I I'll now. just go home now. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot do that spider one, man. That looks too. Yeah, cool. no, that's just. I'm, I'm not a big spider fan in general. <laughs> I just, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope you had fun doing this podcast, man. Everyone, please follow Dirk Running on Instagram and on YouTube. I'm going to put the links in the description. Um, 
Uh, Benchman and Spider Co. Give him some affiliate links so he could change his mind. On what he Sweet. <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, I'll, I'll, you, man. I'll I was promote kinda... stuff, but, you know, hey. <laughs> no, seriously, thanks for having me on. It was great. Yeah. I know we've been talking about it for a while, so I do yeah. appreciate the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been fun, and we'll get together again. Yeah. When, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, have, have... we'll have you come over to Alex and I's podcast. Nice. And then, and then we'll, we'll do a it. thing with you guys, too. Yes, definitely. I want that to happen. Uh, I think you should. You guys should do a podcast run. Do like Neves. Do Lefty EDC. Just you know to promote the channel. I mean, yeah, we're gonna do that. But we also want to do some regular like viewers. Yeah, and get the just the man on the streets opinion on stuff too, and get some get some like just the average guy who can't afford, but you know, hundred two hundred dollar knives, and then we have some collectors. You know, that are big. I mean, that make me look like not a collector, right? That have some big name stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to have them come on too. So we want to have just average people as well as other creators. That's freaking awesome, man. That's and some makers, and some dealers, yeah. you know, just the, the normal podcast guests. But yeah. we also want to kind of get some just regular viewers to come on and tell us why they collect, you know, just normal stuff. I like the name too, EDC Hour with Dirk and Alex. It has a nice ring to it, man. That's a good... I wish I didn't call myself Everyday City Carry. I'm telling you that right now. That shit is the most like least searchable thing. In the fucking- it it took us so long to put that together because like you know at least Alex on his channel he has the Knife Box channel. Yeah, he came up with something cool. I mm-hmm. I not very creative, so I just I just use my name. I'm like Dude, right, whatever. It's just use my name. A superhero name, man. That's why. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. Um, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. This is your boy Ray and Dirk Werning, and this is the Everyday City Carry saying peace. This podcast is brought to you by A-List CBD and A-List Unlimited. Now, are you tired of looking for CBD products and you're like, what is this even? I don't know what this is. And you want to go to a place that has trusted people that have tried all this stuff. Most of the products are third-party tested, and they are fourth-party tested by us. You can get things like the CBD Z gummies. Basically, it's going to help put you to sleep, man. If you're having a hard time sleeping, you can use these. It's got melatonin as well as CBD. It's basically a knockout combination. And you can uh, take this pretty much every night. I've sold this to a bunch of people already, and people really respond well to this product when it comes to insomnia. Look at that girl. She's sleeping real good. Look at them. Sleeping real good, guys. What other products can we take a look at? Let's say you want a pain topical, something simple, something you were just going to slap on the skin or an affected area and get relief. CBDMD creates these products. You've got the Recover line. You also have the Freeze line, which is a roll-on. And you have sprays as well. You just spray it on the painful area and you're good to go. I am currently using the CBDMD Relieve Spray right now. I use it for my lower back. You know, your boy works out all the time. A lot of lower back stuff going on there. And one day I put that thing on, you know, thinking like it's fine, right? You know, take work out, take a shower, then I put some more on, and then I had to work. Dude, I think I put too much on, and uh, I scratched my back at work. I had an itch there, and I couldn't feel my skin. So, I mean, it did feel good because it relieved my lower back pain, but I probably didn't need that much. This stuff is extremely powerful. You can also follow us on Instagram. We post content daily, sometimes informational, sometimes a little bit silly, like this thing right here. I mean, look at this guy just looking at products. He seems 
it might look familiar to you. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, we always post like sales and things like that. So definitely check us out on the Instagram. Uh, let me see if I can find that spray for you right here. Is this the one? Yes, this is the lidocaine spray right here that I was talking about earlier. This is crazy good. It's about $44.99 at our shop right now. Uh, we do ship priority, so it's a minimum of $8.50 shipping. And if it fits in a small box, it's like $8.50. But this is a really good product right here, guys. Definitely follow A-List CBD on Instagram. A-List Unlimited is our other shop. Uh, this is the one that the Kelly is at. So if you are fans of her, definitely uh, hit this one up on the gram, A-List Unlimited. There, um, look at their store. Very, very cool stuff here. You got like little signs and things. Very homely feeling place, in my opinion. You got Rise Vegan Caramels. That's from 7th Hill. Those will help you get focused. These help you go to sleep. Buy 25 worth. Get three, one, three for free. I bundled that up. Sorry for messing up that ad. I hope they still... Uh, sponsor the show. Uh, but this is their store, basically. They're a little bit more focused on CBD. That's their main thing. But they also have like really cool like grocery type items. Here we have some wrapping paper and things like that. We have some uh, CBG and CBD smokes. If you're trying to quit smoking, this is a good place to start. I know a lot of people that have switched to this completely. Um, they're $14.99 each. And basically, um, there's no nicotine or tobacco in it. It's just CBD or CBG. So just temp in it, guys, which is pretty cool. And yeah, just follow A-List Unlimited on the Instagram. This video is brought to you by the Beautiful Leather Goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges and a 90 day return policy. Maybe you wanna pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you wanna go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. Andar wallets have this cool unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.